Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. People are so hungry for love that they substitute all this. And it never works. Because you can't substitute material things for love. And we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album, the author of the book Tuesdays with Maury, celebrating its 25th anniversary this fall with a special 25th anniversary edition of the book that's out there right now. Lisa Goitsch, producer of this program, and my friend is alongside as well. Lisa, I want to ask you, have you done your Christmas shopping to any degree? Not in the least bit. You? You're a late shopper? I'm a very late bloomer when it comes to Christmas shopping. <laughs> you uh, do it like on the 24th at CVS at kind 5 o'clock of, in the afternoon? Yeah. And then for all my great nieces and nephews and stuff, I do the uh, Amazon route because they're all... Sh- they're all scattered all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just, um, I go and look for fun things and send them just tons of boxes that come in and their mommy wraps them. <laughs> Your mommy wraps Thanks. You took care <laughs> of the easy part, sending them. Well, today I want to talk about gift giving and and really what is the best gift that you can give at the holiday season. I was looking at a list here on uh the best um, Cyber Monday deals from last week, and it, it still stays up there because it, it, you know, there's so so many of them, and Cyber Monday, I guess, never ends. And it really is quite incredible how many things there are, yeah, to buy as gifts. That is the truth. Okay, here are some quick ones. Just to, just, it's worth listening to this. Okay, here's some quick Cyber Monday deals, quick links that you could get. TVs from $79, robot vacuums from $99, all on Amazon. On Best Buy, 4K OLED TVs from $999, laptops. $9 or $999? I was like, wow, that's a deal. Yeah, we're going to stop the podcast and everyone's going to go shopping. I'm going to go buy 20 of those. Dell computers up to $700 off plus laptop deals from $299. DreamCloud, 25% off site-wide and free $599 gift with mattresses. Wow. GameStop, up to 60% off video games. iRobot, deals from $124. Microsoft, up to $600 off of laptops. Samsung, 40% off appliances for Black Friday. Sling TV, 50% off your first month. Verizon Pixel 7 Pro or iPhone 14 Pro with trade-in, unlimited. Walmart Chromebooks from $79. 4K TVs from $218. Now, I look at all these. I study all these. I try to see what I can learn about our culture 
I from can the tell things, you right now. <laughs> yeah, from the thing, right. Things that are the hottest items that everybody people like watching TV. <laughs> yeah, people like watching TV. There, there's 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 a definite right there. But there there's more to that that list. If you think about most of the things on that list, I guess TV falls into this category. Most of those things on that list are supposed to make life better. Supposed to speed things up for you. All those different computers that are that are the latest with the latest technology in them, and therefore you can process things faster and and write an email and game and do everything faster and faster and faster. The phones are the latest ones, so that you can get the best processors, and they go faster and they go faster, and faster. And even the TVs, while they you know they eat up a lot of your time with the entertainment. They have the built-in smart TV system, so you can just basically talk to your television set, save right. yourself time on having to actually change channels, pre-record this, pre-record that. Sling TV, which is which, which is uh, one of the ones that I read, that's basically a way that you can tape everything and watch it anywhere, whenever you want. So you can it can it can be on your you use your home TV and you can record everything you want wherever you go. You, you just it's eleven o'clock at night. You're visiting your in-laws in Pennsylvania and you sneak up to the guest bedroom and you can watch your Game of Thrones show that you missed that mm. previous Sunday because dang it, you were on an airplane having to go visit them. So all of these things are designed to give us faster, more efficient lives and mm -hmm. more quality time of our entertainment. But what we end up doing with all this faster quicker processor, latest model kind of approach is just spending more and more time on those things. Right. So, uh, you know, I keep asking, all right, well, if this is going to, if this is, if this can process, you know, in a, in a half a second, a uh, hundred different websites, and this thing can connect me instantly to pay my bill so I don't have to even write anything out or lick an envelope or put on a stamp. If, if I can get an app that rapid fire gets everything to me, that would have been a bunch of steps. Then here's the question. What am I doing with all this save time? What am I doing with all this save time? Cause theoretically everything I'm buying is saving me time. Yeah. What am I doing with all the save time? The answer tends to be I'm shopping for more stuff. <laughs> with the added right. time, I'm looking for more things that I can buy. But with the added time, I'm on the phone longer examining new things that it can do. Hey, I just found out that the phone can scratch my back for me. Uh, or I can ask it to give me directions, uh, the fastest flight to Athens or what. So it's this myth of we are getting all this efficient time from these gadgets that we buy so that somehow our life is going to be better like easier easier calmer and what the effect it really has is exactly the opposite it just speeds things up so now the new norm is a split second to connect to whenever you want to pay your bill and if it takes a second longer we're impatient the new norm is I want to be able to buy the tickets to this movie online, you know, with a with a punch and a punch and a punch. And oh, this thing is taking so long now. You know, we used to have to actually drive to the movie theater 
Oh find gosh. out if there were any seats left. Wait online behind all the other people. And- Do you ever remember waiting online? Do you remember the days? They were not so long ago. Remember the days where you would go to a movie theater and you go, oh, look at the line. And, yeah, and there'd you be had a to line wait. of people waiting to get tickets. I remember when I lived in New York, when I was a young man, um, going to a movie was such a uh, a, a process. You, you had to have a strategic plan because you would go out to eat. You know, let's say you would go out to eat at six o'clock. The movie was at eight o'clock. Well, if you wanted to have dinner and then walk down to the movie, by the time you got there for the eight o'clock show, you say you got there at five to eight, the line would be so long that oh, there yeah. wouldn't be any Forget seats left. And yeah. you wouldn't be able to. So what did we do? We, we ended up splitting up our dinner so we would go to dinner. Let's say there were four couples or, th- you know, two couples, four people. We would go to dinner at six. But one of us, after they ordered, would run down to the movie theater at 630 and, and buy, the tickets. buy the tickets so that we wouldn't have to wait on the line at oh, eight. Man. But then when we got down there at eight, there'd be this huge line of people for tickets. There'd also be a big line of people who had done the same thing as us. And we're waiting to get in to try to get seats. Now, this was a strategy. This required time. This required planning. This required wondering, you know, how early you had to get there because uh, who knows? Someone could be getting there at five to get the tickets or or, or before. And you had no idea until you actually went there and waited online and got the tickets and then waited. Now, on your iPhone, you can punch up the theater, punch up the movie. See exactly how many seats are available. Mm-hmm. Punch out those seats and reserve them for yourself. Buy the tickets with a punch of your finger and have them not even, there's no paper involved. It's just your phone and you show up. I, I Half the time we go to the movies now that way. We just walk in. Nobody even asks yeah. to see our tickets because they no. figure, well, if there's a problem, you'll end up coming back out and saying someone's in my seat because look at my phone they're in my seat and they don't have a phone to show you. So they've eliminated the ticket booth. They've eliminated the line. They've eliminated all this stuff. And I can do this while I'm at the restaurant or whatever. No more planning. No more sending an envoy out ahead. No more of the strategic thing. Nothing. So look at all the time that I have saved. So you would think with this time that I now have that when back in my 20s or 30s, I could never do. I would have so much more free time. I would be sitting around reading the great books and 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 enjoying the company of people that I love. But am I anymore? No. No. None of us well, are. Let me add one more thing, too, about the movie theater. Now you can order your snacks ahead of time. You don't even have to wait in the line. Well, that's got to be an L.A. thing. You <laughs> that hasn't buy, come out here yet. You can buy your snacks like on your phone, and then they're just sort of waiting for you with the front thing, so you'd have to wait in that long line. But you know, here's the problem with the electronics, because if you notice, all those things that you mentioned that were for sale were mostly electronic items, right? Right. You can get them to make your life easier, but when you're doing things like you have like streaming services like Netflix or HBO or whatever it is that you can stream right from your phone, you're spending hours and hours and hours binging TV shows. You know what I mean? Sometimes I don't even leave my house on the weekend because I am in the middle of an entire TV series that I now no longer have to wait weeks for it to unfold. It all unfolds in one time. So much for gaining time with the convenience of yes. technology. So where am I leading with this? So I had a conversation with Maury once about kind of the ultimate ownership gift 
Ted Turner, you remember Ted Turner, who at the time owned CNN, he started CNN, he owned that network, and he owned many, you know, Turner Sports, all the rest of the things, but he was trying to buy a network. I think it might have been CBS, uh, but he was trying to buy C- CBS, let's say it was, or some kind of network. And the reason that he gave when they asked him, you know, why do you have to have a network? You're already so rich, one of the richest people in the world. You've got all these other things. He said, I don't want my tombstone to read, I never owned a network. As if he was worried that that was going to be his legacy, that he never owned a TV network. And this caused an interesting conversation between Maury and myself. Here it is. I keep thinking about this thing I read the other day about Ted Turner, you know, Ted Turner, the billionaire, that his quote that he's said many times that because he wants to buy a network, he wants to own a network. I mean, he's all upset now because most of them are being snapped up by somebody else. And he says, you know, I don't want on my tombstone, he never owned a network, you know. He doesn't want to die before he owns a network, you know, yeah. as if there's something really, they go, right? yeah, I mean, really, really critical to do that before you die, you know, right. but that quote has been all over New Time and Newsweek, and you know, and it's, it's repeated as if it's, nobody, nobody says this isn't this ridiculous. They say, you know, Ted Turner motivated by, because he doesn't want on his tombstone, the man who didn't own a network. And I, I think, you know, it gets legitimized. By being repeated Legit- over and over again, you know? Legitimated. Legitimated. Right. See, what we've done, we've got a form of brainwashing going on. And that's what that repetition is about. Commerce is good, owning things is good, private property is good, having lots of money is good, uh, good. more and more money is good, more uh, commercialism is good, more commodification. Everything is made into a commodity. Own it. That's all good. And it's all on the material level. Now, Ted Turner might have been trying to buy a network, but what Maury just said there is true of us during Christmas season. Yep. More is good. More money's good. More commercialism's good. Everything is made into a commodity. The more you can own, the better off you're going to be. And it's all, as he says, on the material level. We'll be back with more Tuesday People right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, what is missing when you organize your life that way? Well, here was Maury's response to that. Who is saying, hey, the most important things in life are not material? Love, friendship, environmental, uh, you know, appreciating nature, having some spiritual connection, being in a community of loving people has nothing to do with commercialism, has nothing to do with ownership, has nothing to do with money. And people are so conditioned and so befogged that they have no perspective on what's important. Then they take religion and they separate it out. There's something special over here on Sunday because you gotta be religious, so to speak. And that is the sad part of it. There is no frame of reference for most people as to how to think otherwise. Now, what he's saying there has a lot of overtones for the Christmas season. Who's saying the most important things in life are not material? I love how these commercials now, they're very, very clever, especially the Apple commercials. Budweiser commercials, uh, the, the, the phone commercials, they have these beautiful, heartwarming scenes of people together at Christmas time. But what are they doing? They're playing a game on their phones together, or they're coming outside or running down the steps and opening you know, a, a box or seeing this wrapped up, this what? 78 inch television screen but it has this you know uh, uh the, the little kid looks so happily at the parent or the wife looks so lovingly at the husband and it all makes you feel good except you realize the gift that they're suggesting is exactly the opposite of what maury's talking about it's not about love it's not about friendship it's not about appreciating nature it's not about having a spiritual connection it's not about being in a community it's about coming together over stuff yeah. Coming together over stuff. I got you a, what do they call those things? A virtual reality set. And you have a virtual reality set. So now we can come together. Well, you're not coming together. You're both going to virtual reality. You're putting on glasses to separate yourself from one another. And then you're going to some make-believe cyberspace together where, where someone's a figure and you're a figure, but it's not really real. All you have to do is take the glasses off to be with one another. But no, let's go into this virtual right. space together which is so crazy because for the three or five hundred dollars or whatever you spend on that you could get a, a plane ticket to greece and actually go <laughs> explore right. the ruins together <laughs> right no no i'll in just real stay at home life. i'll just in stay at home life. and yeah do them virtually so <laughs> they're very clever the advertising campaigns are very clever to try because they know that deep down we want that feeling of love and 
togetherness and sharing. We want that, but they don't really want you to have that because that would mean you were doing something other than buying stuff. So they make commercials that tap into that emotion, but they make it about their product. Only if you buy this product can you enjoy that warm holiday feeling. Mm -hmm. And then what Maury said at the end, they take religion and separate it out into something special over here on Sunday. Well, that kind of holds for the holiday season too, because if you, in, in, in a modest appraisal, a modest appraisal, the holiday season for most people, meaning when they start thinking about Christmas and doing stuff for Christmas and et cetera, or Hanukkah, is probably about a month, right? Wouldn't you say? When people start thinking about it, start doing some shopping, start making their plans, and, and yet the actual religious part, which is what spawned the whole thing, is a day, if that. So think about that. The religious season, the holiday season's a month, but the religious part of it, the spiritual part of it, at most is a day. People go to church on 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 Christmas or Christmas Eve. Like midnight mass. Maybe, yeah. maybe. It's really not even a full day. It's four or five hours. And yet you spend a whole month doing all kinds of things that really aren't about what the holiday is supposed to be about. Yeah, it's true. Isn't there some irony to that? And here you see Maury was pointing it out. They've separated, they've separated the religious part from the actual activities. So you do 30 days worth of shopping and three and a half hours worth of praying and and, yeah. and celebrating the actual holiday, the actual Christmas holiday and 30 days worth of shopping. Well, it's the, my, funny. My friend, who, my friend who was in the retail world said that there's an expression in the retail world, if only Jesus had a brother who was born in June. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and that's that's what they used to say, because and then they could get that that surge again in the summertime like they get at Christmas time. Yeah. It's funny though because you tell a kid, uh, you know what? We're not gonna we're not gonna do presents this year. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to church. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the faces. I I just don't think it's gonna be the Good same. Luck. No offense against church, but well, you know, kids. So so where does that leave us? It leaves us in because you're right. Everyone wants a gift at holiday time. So is it possible? to give a different kind of gift. Is it possible to, you know, I've, I've seen sometimes where people have given envelopes to one another and they open up the envelope and it says, you know, this is a gift for three massages, you know, loving massages from a husband to a wife or whatever, or this is a gift of um, three days, I will do the chores uh, while you sit with your feet up, you know, or, you know, Three times we'll go to that restaurant that you like, even though I can't stand it or you right. know, kind of kind of compromises of time or or gifts of 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 time, gifts of experience. Think if you can instead of an electronics, every time you go to buy an electronics in the coming weeks, think of if there's something that you could give that didn't separate you from the people that you love the way the electronics will. The way that you just said, Lisa, give somebody a really nice television set and they'll be binge watching all weekend and yeah. you won't see them again. No, you'll never you know, see them. <laughs> why give somebody a gift? This is why I would never give a child a phone. And I don't. And none of our kids in Haiti have phones or whatever. Why would I want to give children 
something that would take them away from me and and their loved ones. And that's what those phones and those devices and those Game Boys and the and the consoles and all the rest of that stuff do. Yeah, you can make a kid really happy with a PS10 or whatever the latest one is, a PlayStation. But that'll be the last time you'll see him. Ever. Good luck. <laughs> Until they're 24. Yeah. Why and, give and something? Then, and right. then you might not. So ask yourself if that gift that you're buying is going to enhance the time that you spend with one another or detract from the time that you spend with one another. And if it detracts, maybe try to find a different thing. As you said, Lisa, make an experiential. Make it like, here. I, you know, today, I, I, I instead of going and buying a, a bunch of things, I bought us plane tickets for a trip that we're going to go all take together. And that's going to be our Christmas present. And it's going to be an experience that we all have. We're going to make memories with one another. Maybe that's a better use of it. Or, or yeah. you know, substitute the uh, one, one iPhone or one new laptop or one new iPod or iPad for 10 uh, evenings of, you know, quiet conversation right. where I promise to pay attention to you, you know, for two hours. We're just, this is a husband can give this to a wife. This would be a great gift. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> I'm going to promise you here's certificates. Uh, once this is for this week, this is for next week. This is for the third week. This is, you know, on Tuesday nights, I'm going to sit with you for two hours and talk about whatever you want to talk about. I'm going to listen to you. Yeah, oh boy. I'm gonna just I listen to you for two that hours. Whatever that you would have be a challenge mind. to oh, my but husband. That would, but that would be a great <laughs> gift to you, wouldn't it? That would be a great gift if he'd ever follow through on them, if he'd actually okay. cash them in. Well, perhaps he's <laughs> listening to the podcast and he's just found out what you want for Christmas. There you go. He well, just... here's the deal. For my little nieces, like the, the kids now, I always get them something that's uh, creative or that involves, uh, I don't know, you know, like art supplies or a musical instrument or something like that. Because I, I, I just, I feel like creativity is kind of gone by the wayside these days, you know, again, going back to game, you know, playing games and doing things and everything's electronic. So I always get them something like that, you know, and I feel, and they love it. They love those things, but you know, I, I just want to stoke that other part of their right. brain. Right. Well, and then you can spend time with them creating. Making yes. the art. Yeah. It's and that's, super that's fun. an experience. There's a perfect yes. example. So yes. to sum it up, here's here's was Maury's final comment of when we were talking about this Ted Turner thing and how we tend to look at, you know, just getting, 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 including getting a network. How can I get a bargain? How can I gobble up another piece of property? And it's just I interpret that as People are so hungry for love that they substitute all this. And it never works. Because you can't substitute material things for love. Or for gentleness, or for tenderness, or for a sense of comradeship, or a sense of embracing another in a genuine way. It can't be bought. They don't know it. So they keep on buying and buying. So have a network, so what? So I have power. Power becomes a substitute for tenderness. It isn't. So I'll leave you with that. Think about the things that you're giving and are they a substitute for tenderness? There's a tender moment where they say, oh, thanks, mom. 
thanks, Aunt Lisa. Thanks. You know, that's the tender moment. But then, as I say, there's nothing oh, beyond that. If you never see them last- again. If it even lasts that long, have you ever watched kids at Christmas when they yeah. open one thing? They're like, wow, mom, yeah. thanks. Then they go right to the next box right and rip it open. Box. That other box that you had right before that box gets tossed over to the side. Right. Lucky to ever be seen again. <laughs> well, whether it's a network or it's a Game Boy or a PlayStation, we are putting our our faith in the wrong things here in terms of if we really want it to be a gift. The greatest gift is time. The greatest gift is compassion and tenderness and love and experiences, friendship, appreciating what's around you. I know this is all corny stuff, but the reason it's corny is because it's true. And it becomes corny because we are so far away from it that the only way to look at it is to call it corny because otherwise we'd be constantly berating ourselves for not not living up to it. Yeah. Corny doesn't mean false. So- this year, don't think about owning a network. Don't think about all those Cyber Monday Darn things it. that you missed out on. That's what I um, wanted to do was get a network for Christmas. Yeah. Shoot. Well, You're not buying me a network, Mitch? Uh, no, uh. I am I am not. I'm going to buy you uh, <laughs> 10 of those Teddy sits down and talks to Lisa <laughs> Tuesday nights, and then I'm going to get Teddy to, to uh, honor them. To That's agree to it? Tip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be both the gift and the challenge. All right, we hope this helps with your holiday shopping. We do this every Tuesday. You can join us at wetuesdaypeople.com and check out the history of the show and discussion groups and all the rest of it. We're happy to have you joining us here. We look forward to speaking to you again. Until then with Lisa Goich, I'm Mitch Album saying see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday people.